Boing, boing, boing. It's another trombonus episode. It's just Rob, Slynn, Engineer Joey, and a pocket full of dreams as we rock the Casbah. Yes, you should stay as we discuss the band that fought the law, The Clash. London's calling, and we're accepting the charges on Checkered Past, The Scodcast. What up, Checkerheads? Welcome to Checkered Pass, the Scodcast with Selin and Rob, the show where a uh, prisoner of Az Skaban and a uh, half-blood Prince Buster explore the history and impact of a different band each episode and hope to bring in new fans along the way. I'm Rob, and this is my sister and co-host, Selin. You should have saved that one for the last episode with like a real Was this one guess. good? Yeah, that one was good. That was so much better than the other one. We just recorded a guest right before we recorded this episode, and I was good. grilled hard about how bad my joke was <laughs> at the top. Written. It just didn't make any sense. I was this so happy was really with it. Good. This one was good? Yeah. As always <laughs> with us on the trombonist is Engineer Joey. Hi, Joey. Hello. How are you guys doing? Engineer Joey is in the skankatorium in isolation. I am isolating in, yeah, the place where we normally record. And me and Celine are on the island in my house in a yep. whatever you want to call it. I thought you were like trying to think of a name, like a clever name for where we are. Oh, yeah, we it. are. But no, but I thought you were calling it like the island of, but we're the... on, we're at the island, not the island. The island. It, it, it's where my dreams are. The island in the sky. Um, That's a ska reference. Um, Joey? De Deathly Scallows. The, the island in the sun like weezer that famous ska band no does. i was referencing the suicide machines i referenced weezer <laughs> <laughs> i was referencing the suicide well i was referencing weezer yeah, it's a I fight mean, now it is what it is <laughs> <laughs> whenever we have to drop a beat oh no i do it differently this time whenever we drop an ep we have to pick it up pick it up where we left off pick it up pick took her earrings off or they were hurting ah yeah you have headphones on yeah ow. that stands to reason ow. they're not your ears aren't lit up by the way <gasps> i have little kitty ear headphones it's a very tiny little button oh oh there, you go. there we go now we're partying for those listening, we are also recording this as a video just to test to see the video recording capabilities of Zencaster that we use to record the episodes every week. Um, so potentially, if this doesn't look too stupid, we will release this in some fashion. What's that? Uh, we have a plan. Someone's mugging the camera. What's that? Aren't we supposed to talk about what's new? Well, Joey, <laughs> tell us about your COVID journey. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it sucks. I I watched um, all of the episodes of The Legend of Vox Machina. Oh, yes, the Critical uh, the, Role show. The Critical Role show. It is very entertaining. It is just like watching a, uh American anime of one of my friend's D&D games, basically. Uh, I don't listen to Critical Role, though, so I'm like... I, I don't have any like nostalgic it has no nostalgic value for me I have friends who've listened to it for a bit and their various adaptations are you know but to different for different people but I don't know I I just never got into it and I was like what's this show I'm in COVID isolation and watched it and I watched I binged the whole thing yesterday so that's what I've been doing you do a really good Joey impression what's this show yeah <laughs> That's literally what I said. What's this show? Um, I have to break something to Joey live on air on camera. Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> I've watched uh, RuPaul UK versus the World. There's another uh -oh. RuPaul that we have not watched, and I've uh. watched both episodes that came out. Oh no! No, I'm never gonna catch up. <laughs> How will I ever know? You, you're in isolation. You can watch them. How will I ever know? <laughs> it's weird um, it's really weird i wish i could have you watched it rob 
No, I was going to say to Joey, I started watching the Clone Wars TV show. Hey, good like, on you. Like seven episodes in. Sweet. That first uh, season's a little kiddie, but the rest is pretty awesome. Why is there a whole episode where the heroes are Padme, Jar Jar Binks, and C-3PO who wrote Dave that shit? Dave Filoni, my <laughs> friend. Dave Filoni. You'll, you'll find a lot of episodes like that. There will be three episode arcs where you're like why did we do this? But then there'll be a six episode arc where people are literally getting beheaded and shit. So it'll be awesome. It's worth it. That's it's worth it. That's fine. I didn't need a whole episode. It was a B story. You're going to get, you're going to get two or three episode arcs of B story. I'm telling uh, you, it's going to happen. But does it have to be Jar Jar and C-3PO? What an interminable lucky, character. Jar Jar, if you're, <laughs> you're going to, it's happening more. It's, Gideon, buckle in. Jar Jar, if you're lucky. Jar Jar, if you're nasty. Jar Jar, if you're nasty. I don't like it. (laughs) Mr. Binks, if you're nasty. Mr. Binks, if you're nasty. (laughs) Getting that tattooed. (laughs) I don't like it. Uh, So, what are we doing here today? Bedouin Sound Clash, right? Bedouin Sound The Clash. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Joey, did you send. Sincerely believe we were doing Bedouin Sound Clash, <laughs> or is no. that just funny? No, that's just funny. Being, okay, that's just funny. <laughs> I want to shout out Robert Bull on Twitter, Ooh. who legitimately sent me every ska adjacent Clash song uh, in my DMs and saved me the hassle of having to listen to all of them. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna help. <laughs> it was great. He was just like, "Hey, are you gonna do the Clash? Here's every song that they did that ska adjacent." And I was like, "Well, I'm doing it now uh, because you did all the work for me." <laughs> That's how you sponsor uh, so, an episode of Checkered Past. You just do all the research for Rob and send it to Rob, oh, and then that's like how you sponsor an episode. <laughs> like, you have no idea what a pain it is for me to listen to like shitty offspring a- albums and be like hey which of these kind of sounds like a sky al- song uh <laughs> it's the worst part <laughs> yeah when it's something i don't want to listen to like if it's something i want to listen to fine but and i'm not maybe i shouldn't shit talk the clash too much but the clash have a lot of songs yeah there's a End lot of point <laughs> i am not like super on top of my clash knowledge I like the songs I've heard. So why don't we talk about The Clash? We're going to take the time, Ska Sheen, to do a shallow dive on all the Ska-ish stuff that The Clash has done. Uh, So if anybody doesn't know, The Clash are a classic... 77 punk punk, punk if you want to call it that this should be even though their debut came out in 76 yeah mick jones joe strummer the other two joey knows who they're called what they're called sometimes he knows these things i'm not like a giant clash fan to be honest (laughs) it's one of those bands that's like it feels too much of an obligation to like them right um like, like the too Ramones. many t-shirts, like too many t-shirts at Blue Notes. Well, that's a Canadian reference, but yeah. department stores. Yeah, a little bit. Um, they were sort of in and out in a flash. Like I feel like their last album came out in the late 80s. So they were around for maybe 10 years putting out material. Like at least their classic lineup of was, was only out until like 85, 86. Uh, so we'll be covering the albums The Clash, which is their debut. Give them enough rope. London Calling, Sandinista, and Combat Rock. So their first five albums. And we're just going to pick apart all the ska that we can find. We're not going to play really any hits. Any of the songs that you know about The Clash are not ska or reggae. Throw them away. Yeah, that's what makes me excited about this because um, sadly that's kind of like I have heard other Clash stuff, but I've never really taken the time to do a deep dive. And I'm more familiar with Joe Strummer's later work, to be honest. The Mescaleros? Yeah. Like, I fucking like that love was, the Mescaleros. That was, that was happening while I was getting into punk and stuff, right? So, like, oh, yeah. I, I, I guess, like, I don't know. When I was starting to get into punk, I really wasn't interested in the really, really early stuff. I respected it, but I didn't really get into it. The sentence was about as old as I got. So, like, yeah, I, I this is going to be fun for me. I'm 
stoked. What do you know about the Clash, Celine? What when you think of the Clash, what comes to mind? I mean that I was probably first introduced to yeah, probably Joe Strummer on Give Him the Boot compilations. And then yeah. I Isn't mean I always funny? knew who the Clash were on like a level of pop culture. Um, but they've never been like my favorite of the 77 punk at all. I've never really gone through I don't really know anything about them at all. <laughs> it's um I mean, the thing you need to know about them is their explosive exit. Like, uh, Mick Jones and Joe Strummer fucking hated each they, other at the end. Do they hate each other now? Uh, yeah. Dead? <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, okay you caught that. Dead? Wait, Joe Strummer's dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mike, <laughs> Mike Jones? Mike Jones? <laughs> Mike Jones! Um, He's not dead. He's still <laughs> dropping mixtapes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, how die? I don't how know. How die, Joe? How die Joe? Joey, how die Joe? Joe, how die Joe? I don't know. Did I need to have that Joe? to death. That was a good one, Joey. I'm sorry that Celine went over top of it. It's all good. You want to do it again just to take it clean? Did I need to have that Joe? It's great. What a great podcast we have. I'm actually just Googling it. Joe Strummer death. This is exciting pod. <laughs> Died in 2002. Where did he die? Broomfield. What age did he die? 50. Is he oh, dead? Yes. <laughs> what did Joe Strummer die <laughs> off? Heart attack. Ah, uh, cocaine. No, probably just uh, uh, no? high blood pressure. No. <laughs> and this hard. has been your <laughs> dead minute. And what happened to Mike Jones? Mick how'd Jones. Joe? <laughs> your how I Joe minute. <laughs> how'd I Joe? Hey, Joe, how'd I, Joe? Uh, cool. Mick. Uh, yeah, he's still alive. What's he doing? I don't know, being Mick. He's, he, he's got to be doing music. Did Joe Strummer and Mick have a feud till death? I, I assume so. Hmm? Yeah. Hopefully. That part I didn't get to. We're talking about The Clash when they were a band. <laughs> <laughs> and they started in 1976. So the songs you may know from The Clash, I'm not going to take it for granted. They're a really famous band, but maybe you're like, you know what? I don't actually know what famous Clash songs there are. You got White Riot, London Calling, uh, Rock the Casbah, uh, Should I Stay or Should I Go. They did a cover of I Fought the Law and the Law Won. Right? Did I get them all? Those are the big ones. Those I feel like there might ones. be more. Yeah, yeah it's about well, it. Stranger Things kind of had a resurgence of the clash. Oh, yeah. Because that should I, should I say or should I go was heavily featured in season one of Stranger Things. That's true. People true got that. into that song again. And it's all like they're very 77 punk, but they're not as like. Um, they're very like listenable. They're not like snotty sex pistols. No, but also, like, as they went along, they got a lot more weird. Like, a lot of their albums would have, like, double albums, like, with so many songs kind of veering in and out of styles. Isn't isn't Sandinista, like, a three or four LP? Like, that's a huge record. Yeah, Sandinista is gigantic, and there's so much material. And then, yeah, Combat Rock has full-blown disco on it. Like Rock the Casbah yeah. is a disco song, basically. and I feel like they were—I feel like they were probably one of the more um, like outwardly socially conscious of the first wave of of punk, because a lot of it was very much like the Sex Pistols and stuff were just the attitude, just being shitty, aggressive punks, right? Whereas like the Clash were were really kind of all about working class rights and all kinds of all the, all of their kind of leftist values were right from the beginning, weren't they? I would say so. Yeah. And let's actually get into it then. Um, Police and Thieves is the only, one of the few ska-ish reggae songs from their debut. They didn't really dabble that much at the beginning. It was kind of more textural. Um, but here's a good example. Oh, I see. This is a jam. I love this song. This is very 70 70. Like their first two records, I think, fit. Yeah, for sure. Oh, boring. 
a little boring, but not bad. That has got to be the the overarching <laughs> opinion of the Clash. A little boring, a little boring but not bad. I mean, Rancid is basically like taking the Clash and moving it to the 90s. Yeah, very true. Which is probably why Joe Strummer was on Hellcat. I don't think those two things are mutually exclusive. Enunciate. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Armstrong picked that up from them too. Yeah, yeah. probably. That's a lot of Hearing a lot of Peacemaker. That's my new favorite, though. Peacemaker. If you actually have a speech, if I do anything with speech, I do apologize. But, but. And then. (laughs) The only other song from the debut was White Man and Hammersmith. A little bit more on those. Oh, man, it's a lot of reverb. <laughs> it's because they liked dub and reggae way more than they liked ska. Right. Way more. Right. Which is funny because in 1990, or in, sorry, in 1976, 77, these dudes were already over ska. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Two tone hadn't even existed yet. And they were like, <laughs> like nah. Only dub. I didn't bring on any dub songs, but a lot of their later records are heavy in dub. So if you like dub. I do. You might like the clash. Oh, you I might don't like, like the clash. <laughs> I, I don't like when albums or songs sound like they recorded in like a tile subway station though like what man that's too much reverb dude sorry sorry guys too much reverb and the rest of that album is also not my favorite i mean i at the time i probably blew minds like the clash self-titled was probably like just a revelation um especially since it came out before most 77 punk like i don't know where it lines up versus the ramones but the two and then sex pistols those three bands pretty close together right yeah they were the blink 182 good charlotte and some 41 of the time yeah <laughs> uh what was the a real the, derek wibbly joe's drummer <laughs> everyone always De- says that. derek wibbly um a blink guy tom tom delong blink guy tom blink guy tom blink guy tom blink and tom you blink guy tom blink guy tom you're a real blink guy tom <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the second album. Give him enough rope. It had one lone ska-ish piece at the end of one song. I'll actually call. say Give Him Enough Rope is my favorite Clash album. What did you call me? A ska-ish piece? Yeah. I'm just gonna ignore you and play the song. Oh, this sounds so much better already. Oh, it's so much better. There's way it's way catchier, better hooks. Faster. Great. Okay, yeah, this is good. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. Safe European Home. Fantastic song. These vocals are much better. This sounds more like something you would listen to. Yeah, this sounds like right up your alley. And then his little ska part. Is that it? Kinda. (laughs) It's not that impressive. It's there. It's as, it's as deep as it's going on this one. This is a good song. It's not very strong. Not really. <laughs> but I, I, I did hear it. I did hear it. <laughs> Joey? I heard it. It was in there. That was, <laughs> he and that said Jamaica. Great. And he, he said Jamaica while he was doing Jamaica. it. So it's, it's <laughs> undeniable. <laughs> <laughs> Jamaica. <laughs> oh, Jamaica's yep. got song. <laughs> We're about to get into the heat of it, and I think this is as good a time as any to take a break. So when we get back, more clash. Oh, well, what the fuck you doing with your life these days? 
Welcome back to Checker Past. Joey, Celine, and Rob here talking about The Clash, and we're moving into their third and arguably most popular album, London Calling. Hey, before Mass- we move on, guys, yeah. before What's we up? move on, uh, what do you call a band of medium-sized Australian marsupials playing London Calling? I don't know, Joey. Medium what do you call it? sized Australian marsupials? Yep. Celine's trying to work it out. What do you call them? And they're playing what? London Calling. They're playing London Calling. And yep. when, what, do you, what do you call those? A, a, cappy, a clashy bearer? Clash Bandicoot. Oh. Nice. <laughs> Clash I thought Bandicoot. of that one. I thought of that one before the pod, and I typed it into my phone so that I remember it. <laughs> And <laughs> now we're going to talk about London Calling. Here's the first song, Rudy Can't Fail. Yet. I have an opinion about this song. It's pretty cool. Just so you know. <laughs> I In my opinion is that that song rips okay. so good <laughs> wait for it how good is that oh, very good <laughs> and then that's not even the chorus you're in for a treat that's just the hook yeah. here's, here, here's a little hook we'll give you before the chorus yeah that's sweet Mick and Joe in a duet. Sick. Mike Jones is so generous. I love that song. Um, yeah, that's, that's a catchy one. And then we've 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 all we've hey we've all heard that song. But have we really heard that song? Have we all heard I that song until today? And also, it's kind of one of those things how when we listen to Off Ivy. It was like, oh, wow, they were doing this way back then. And then you listen to The Clash and it's like the same thing, but 20 years earlier than that, you know? <laughs> it's And it's the most ska song they have, for sure. That's a jam. That's yeah. a banger. Stone Cold. And they got yeah. so many more on London Calling. Did that song do well? Was that a single? Nope. No? No. Bad Taste World, <laughs> specifically the UK. <laughs> Fuck you, this song is called. You like chose London, songs to put out. Yeah, you like London Calling better than that? Yeah, they did. World? Yeah, they do. Piece of shit, general population. I've said it before, gen I'll pop. say it again. <laughs> P.O.S. Gen Pop. Uh, I like Gen Pop as much as I like U2's pop, which is not at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm I with you. I like it less than Dirty Pop. Dirty Pop. <laughs> Can't stop. I don't like that dirty pop. Oh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> Guns Brixton. <laughs> Joey will like this. This is oh, a dub yes. song already. It's already a dub song. This. This is good. I guess I do know some songs. Uh, Rancid did a cover of this. Oh, that's why. Oh, yeah, that's why I've heard this. Yeah, well, I've also probably heard this version as well. This sounds like rancid. This is like, yeah, like um, like or uh, uh, life can't wait. Or, fuck, why can't I think of it? The one after, and I'll come the wolves. Uh, life won't wait. Life won't wait. Yes, very much in that style. All the songs are so much catchier. These are really catchy. Yeah. Like, these last two are good. Yeah. They're great. Great. And it's got that, like, that fucking vibe that only uk ska has where it's yeah. like where you're you saw you're some sort of miscreant walking around the streets of london in some alley doing something shady that's what it sounds like to me oh, and it's boy, fucking is sweet there ska here? <laughs> boy. 
Oi, I'd like pour me a scar. Is this this is England? The movie? <laughs> Oi, I want to watch football and scar. I don't know if this is uh, as good as your Australian accent, yeah, I, and by what margin? Say, I want to know what the people think, and and yeah, I want to see exactly okay. how bad that was in comparison to the oh, other. Wait, wait, Celine is like actually gearing up for this. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Okay, so an Australian walks into a UK. Pub. Oh my god! <laughs> Where's the pub? Hello, I would like some scar place. One point. And then <laughs> the UK bartender. Oi, would you like some squaw? Oi. Improv skills are paying off. Oi, some Guinness. Wait, that's just Irish. That, that's Oi, that's me, the leprechaun from Ireland. It's me, the Guinness man. You forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a spice wow. girl. This is spice girl. I also would like some scar. Skinky spice. Oh boy. <laughs> Wrong and boy. <laughs> Oregon and horns. There's a little Although bit of a feeling to this. Roll horns. Yeah. What horns? They're the sax. And why do you try to cheat? <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like ska. A little bit. I get that. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. It kind of sounds like an Interrupters song. They wish. which sounds like a rancid song, which yeah, sounds like a song. Like song. Yeah, yeah, totally right. <laughs> Just all kind of comes down together. the chain. Yep. Finally, off of uh, London Calling, we have Revolution Rock. Oh, I should mention Rungum Boyle was once covered by Bucko Nine. Anyways, oh, fun cool. fact. Hey, this one's sweet. A little bit of reggae. Yeah. Horny reggae, which you don't always hear a lot of. Revolution rock. It is a brand new rock. What year was this? The year that London Calling came out. It sounds like very modern. Yeah. I'm going to say 81. 79. 79. 79. Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like one after the other, right? One album and then the next, then the next. Oh, and I got it wrong. The Clash debut was recorded in 76, but released in 77. So it was in 77. There you go. Yeah, this song's a jam. This is classic, not bad, a little boring. It's like Joe's drummer in the Mescalitos. The Mescalitos. Mescaleros. <laughs> the Mescaleros. <laughs> You're right. Well, that's the exact kind of stuff he likes. Like he likes like reggae, Latin, yeah, dub. Joe's he likes throw rockabilly. a little soul in there too. Yeah. Joe's yeah. drummer and the Mescaleros. That's what they are? The Mescaleros, okay. yes. The Mescaleros. I was wondering if you were trying to make a joke or if you were no, just trying to remember I what was it was. Trying to figure out what it was. <laughs> now we move on to Sandinista, the aforementioned gigantic album. Uh, let's see how many tracks. Triple album, 36 tracks, six on each side. Ooh, that's so long. <laughs> that's all I can think of. Excellent it- album review. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, this is a fun fact they priced it at a normal album that's awesome right 
They took less of a cut so that they could price you, it lower. You shouldn't have to pay more just because we got artsy and crazy with it, okay? We get and so it. artsy and crazy. Elements of funk, reggae, jazz, gospel, rockabilly, folk, dub, rhythm and blues, calypso, disco, and rap. Billy's love The Clash. Billy's love Clash. The Clash Billy's have a, vi- yeah. a Billy vibe. Billy's love them. <laughs> yeah. Joe Strummer's a Billy icon for God. sure. Yeah. Oh, he, oh, he's yeah. all about the Billy. 144 yeah. minute runtime. Good lord. That's anyway, too long. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's longer than a movie that I want to watch. <laughs> that is like almost two viewings of Dumbo because Dumbo is that. 75 minutes. That's too sad. <laughs> why is that your specific movie measurement length? What is though? that? Why is that and your why specific Dumbo? time measurement? Yeah, I just what? I just know that Dumbo is seventy five minutes long, and I think that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, not that's that it's fun. a perfect really, length for a movie or anything. It's just that's actually so seventy five. It's a good so number. Fun. I know all these Did fun you things. Know that Dumbo is seventy five hey, minutes there's something, like, really fun to tell you. <laughs> Jumbo's 75 minutes long. Isn't that fun? It is fun. And that's how I talk to people. And oftentimes they're like, that is fun. And you're fun for talking to me about it. Can I have your autograph? <laughs> Mr. Fun. That's what they call me. Mr. Do you have fun. a podcast or something? Can I listen to this on a regular basis? The charisma. It's seeping out of your pores. Where a guest once said, hey, I learned something. <laughs> One time. Just an hour ago. That was an hour ago. Undisclosed guest, which I guess we'll say at the end. Um, Sandinista, Junko Partner. Let's listen to it. I actually do like this. Very dumb. I think it's. I can't remember if they do their own toasting or if they got somebody else to do it. One million dollars? Is that where I'm going? From Junko Partner? One million dollars. You think Junko Partner? Oh. The name of the song? All I heard was enunciate. Is that Joe? I don't know. Or if they got like a ringer to do the toasting. I hope it's not Joe because there's a lot of fake in Jamaican. Yeah, actually, <laughs> like, that's true. It could be one million dollars. Yeah. Get in my belly. So Joe Strummer, um, daddy. Oh, I think isn't he notoriously, notoriously handsome? Notoriously Famously handsome. Famously handsome. Like, yeah, big people love him. I don't remember what he looks like. I only know the picture with sunglasses with all of them. Actually, I don't like that. No. No. Too too little. Too Not little. Even short. He's just too thin. Oh, I see. I'm Terry. He is in Billy form. No. What's you know what? He looks like every guy that shops at Mars and Venus. I probably, <laughs> if I didn't have like my own personal experience working at a rockabilly shop of every hot rod guy looking exactly like that guy. <laughs> I've like had to walk away and try to sell that guy a Lucky 13 shirt like five times. <laughs> and R.I.P. Buy it? <laughs> so, uh, so what's the number? A six. six. Still a six. Six. Still a six. That's, good. That's low for me. <laughs> A five, a six, because I'm gonna. I know I'm biased. Don't speak ill of the dead. Six, six, because I know I'm biased. He has like hot rod dad vibes, and I don't like it. But look closer. No, he has a not attractive face. He has a not attractive face. (laughs) Yeah. Damn, what are people saying about me behind my back? You're cute. You look like me without makeup. So shut up. You're beautiful. All right. If you speak ill of me, you're speaking yeah, ill of yourself. Yeah, don't speak ill of my beautiful, perfect face. <laughs> One more time. Another Sandinista dubby reggae thing. We're not going to see a lot of, like, full-blown ska for the rest of this. Just heads up. 
Joey's digging it. Yeah, this is like a, already getting a little fancy though, hey? Oh yeah, that's like a almost disco beat. Yeah, it's floor. almost a disco kind of thing going on. I guess there's that like kind of reggae piano mixed in there, real light too. So this is very boring. <laughs> is this what the police it's a are inspired by? The police would have been in contemporaries. Yeah, that's another good trombonist. The police. That's very much the same vibe to me. They would have. Yeah, that makes sense. So what did I say? Sandinista eighty-one, or did I say? I guess that's the other thing. Who preceded the other? Oh, the clash would have been first. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. Um, That was boring. It was not bad, but it was boring. (laughs) I keep saying that. (laughs) So Uh, slow. Pick it up. Pick it up. You know, that's that's a lot of like older music though i said that I when i saw bad religion the first time and i saw them in 1997 <laughs> and that was like half their career ago so you think 21st century digital boy should be faster it's a perfect song i love that song i said that actually there are a lot of great bad religion songs but even by that point by 97 they had already put out three albums that could have been like five ten beats per minute faster on every single song but what if they can't play that fast? <laughs> Mr. Slowhand. Start a folk punk band. Yeah. Just unplug so, you guys, play acoustics, or shoe call gazing. it folk punk, be done shoe with gaze. it. Shoe gaze. Gaze with shoes. They go slow. What, shoe gaze? I feel like shoe gazing is slow. I feel, I feel like that's like a genre fast. of queer person is a shoe gay. I didn't say a shoe gay. You said shoe gaze. Shoe gaze. You know what shoe gazing is. Oh. oh. I don't know what it is. Yeah, you do, you little shit. <laughs> you little you look like a little fucking wood nymph. Uh wood. What have you called me before? Smug? <laughs> Kingston advice. Never. Name. Anyway, the police first album, 1978, one year later than the clash. I hate this. Does it get better? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, it does. It does. That's fun. This is almost new wave, so I like it. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it's almost that's like a David Bowie yeah. kind of vibe to it. Yeah, I kind of like it. You guys like it. This is almost Wango Boy I know I that's guess. a I stretch. I know that's a stretch. Yeah, I hear it. I like them. Yeah. yeah, this is fun. This is top of the pool. I like, oh, I like laser. laser. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a like dub thing. The little oh, laser. yeah, lasers. Um, oh, yeah. I do I do really appreciate that in every song we've listened to from this album is pushing the boundaries of what he's doing. Whether you dig it or not, and it is kind of slow and boring, but like he really is consciously writing in such a way that it's like not where you would expect a song to go. You know he's what I mean? That's weird about it. Very weird. Which is fun. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. Like it's cool that he's experimenting and like breaking the mold, especially at that time. When you're listening to Sandinista, you have to like take a step back and understand kind of what they're all about and like give them a little bit of space because Fair. it's three LPs. And however many songs I said, some obscene amount of songs, 36 36. songs, like they're not all going to be good (laughs) and they're not all going to be short. (laughs) And you're also also talking about people like I know Joe Strummer was like critical of like punk as it was at the time, too. So you're looking at someone who's like being a being at the forefront of a scene that exploded huge and then like kind of hated it and was trying to like push the boundaries and be be punk rock again basically right so like that's kind of what i see sandinist as like i i don't know i have listened to it now that we're listening to all these songs i'm like oh yeah my buddy had this and we'd put on like we wouldn't listen to the whole thing but like you'd put on like pick one of the lps and put it on and it's yeah it's really like it was the most punk thing joe strummer could think of to do at the time i feel like you know um 
I think people need to talk more about how much hotter Danny Elfman is than Joe. Oh yeah, da- like Danny Elfman. About, yeah, hard, hard daddy, right? Hard daddy. But like I don't think everyone agrees. I think a lot of people think he's so. I, I, I think I, Ariane's I, review is he's so pale. Another podcast yeah. was talking about the way he looked, and they were very horrified about how built and gingered and pale and tattooed he was. <laughs> They're like, do you know what he looks like now? Yeah. He's like buff and tattooed, yeah. but still pale and ginger. And I was like, God, yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Truly goofy looking. Gingers don't age well. Sorry, g- sorry, gingers. Whoa. They don't. They're Whoa. it's no, it's the thing. Uh, gingers don't age well. <laughs> it's- did you say it's known? It it's is known. known. This is a they go gray this is, very early. Like they have pale. Like look at Coney. I mean, I love Coney, but like Coney. 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 Coney Island. Coney Island. Do you think Conan O'Brien likes ska? A little. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> I got one more Sandinista song. Living in fame. <laughs> That's not a white person. No. <laughs> they knew Jamaican people. It's not like... I know. <laughs> that was the joke. It was very clearly not. <laughs> Unless they're really going for it. So this album would have come out after Two-Tone. So that's also just like to timestamp it in England. Whereas London Calling would have been out around Two-Tone. So you would have been buying London Calling, the specials, Too Much Pressure at the same time. What a time to be alive. I know that this is some people's favorite type of ska music. You know, like smoking a joint and it's just this. Yeah, there's like a I whole like genre. Yeah. Actually, I this as far as this type of ska goes, I like this song. It is a little slow for me. Joey just took me a too. It is a weed smoking song. Yeah. This is in the vein of like your The Expendables, Go Jimmy Go, yeah. uh, the Super Villains. I can respect slightly stupid. that song. I can put yeah. some respect on that song. I dig it. Yeah. I'm into that one. And we're going to go to Combat Rock, the very controversial Combat Rock that was uh, not a lot of people's favorite. Why um, controversial? Yeah. Very dancey. I, it, th- I remember this album being in discount cd bins for the entire time there were discount cd bins i feel like you know what i mean like for yeah. the entire time cd stores had those bins of four dollar fucking cds combat rock was one that was just a staple in there would it surprise you to know that it's their best-selling album of all time no because it's probably like the best charting it's the most yeah. pop yeah the most pop sense. yeah <clears throat> uh and it would have the songs rock the casbah and should i stay or should i go I so like that gives you Kasbah. an idea yeah it's very new wave is. i say that like every two days and someone tells me what a casbah is and i forget what's a casbah k-a-s-b-a-h i believe or c-a-s i believe it's c-a well it's the song i know is spelled with a c i the k the thing but is i think the, the real thing is with a k i have never heard one word they've ever sang like i do not understand a word they're saying ever rock the casbah yeah but like under- what if, what are the rest of it like Joe, Josie's here and I like it. Is Rock that it? the Casper. No. Yeah, it's we like a song about when Josie and the Pussycats met Casper, Casper the Friendly Ghost. Of, like, Archie Comics. That's right. Did you look up what no, it's, it's I did, but I, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Josie is rapping. Do, do, do. Rock, you know, like with Kid Rock. Josie. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the Scottish song from that album. Ghetto Defended. <gasps> is that a melodica I hear? There's some weird like bassy thing going on in the background there. I don't know what it is. There's a weird organ sound. And you seem like They got 
I don't like the little sounds. I thought I didn't know where that was coming from. What does it say? For all of eternity? Well, I, he definitely said Ghetto Defendant at one point. He said what? Ghetto Defendant. Iron that's Serenity. the name of the song. Okay, that's actually Iron good. Serenity. He's saying cool things, okay. <laughs> With some studio trickery. Ah, listen to that melodica. Just the bass is cool. It's too scary. It made it sound haunted. He's you, saying cool things. Too scary on a spooky ska. Too scary. A spooky ska. Too, too scary. scary. Too scary. Oh man! Wow. <laughs> You're saying Didn't think some it was wild things, Slim. <laughs> I just felt like someone was whispering in my ear scary things. <laughs> and that's the clash. <laughs> we did it. What are your thoughts? Joey, we'll start with you. How do you feel about the reggae sky-ness of The Clash? Uh, I dug it, but I, I, I got to admit I'm in Camp Saloon on this one. It's uh, it's good, but kind of boring. <laughs> it's too slow. Too slow. Uh, but, like, I definitely respect The Clash's, um, like, they're, they're definitely a pillar of kind of the punk rock reggae ska punk community for sure and i totally get it um and, and then some of the stuff's jams like if it's on a playlist or something i it's not something i'm gonna switch but i'm not gonna sit there and listen through 36 fucking tracks of sandinista you know no way like for me i like the punk rock stuff on give him enough rope and i like the ska stuff on london calling i wish london calling was like half as long and i wish sandinista was a third as long um if like anybody's the, listening to this has to know by now i hate things that are too long <laughs> it bugs me i think i liked the production on uh that give them enough rope the most actually just the simpler punk rock production was my favorite what do you think of the autobahn i was trying to think of something that was long mm, it, is it long i know you can <laughs> it's fast i was just assuming it's long because my brain works in a way that I was like, well, if you have to, if you get to go really fast on it, then it has to be really long because you're going so fast that if it wasn't long, you wouldn't be driving for very long, like much. I like it. <laughs> I like the Autobahn. I like the Autobahn. I'm just going to answer the question. I like the Autobahn. Scottobahn. A 10-inch Scottobahn. Yeah, good one. Scottobahn. And with that... <laughs> Thanks for listening to Checkered Past. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Checkered Past Pod or send us an email at checkeredpastpod at gmail.com. Ask a question for the show, suggest bands, and bring us games to play. Suggest bands and give me the songs, and it's probably going to be an episode. <laughs> we have merch available at checkeredpast.ca, including shirts and beanies. Please like, subscribe, and tell all your friends and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This episode is produced and engineered by Joey, who also makes playlists featuring music from today's episode. Our theme song is OAO by Edmonton's own Mad Bomber Society. Everybody okay? <laughs> How was that for an episode? Uh, Celine, um, I believe you have a plug for this week. Oh, yeah. I was on another podcast. There we go. Yeah, we both I had were on to a say pod. It. You I also have. Scott to say it. Yeah. Scared to see it. Uh, look that up. I'm. It was I, actually. It's good. I'm like not a goblin. <laughs> I mean, I'm still a goblin, but like. What's that pot about? Uh, uh he, honestly, this is like a really weird way to sell it. But he's like a not shitty Joe Rogan. Like he calls things out and he's angry and he's like, "Well, if you're too sensitive, don't listen." But he's like very, very, very left leaning and is like an old punk rocker, and actually is on the right side of things. <laughs> So it's kind of nice to get angry with him about things. He actually he had some good points about the pros of some of capital capitalism, <laughs> which is a tricky subject. Uh, and you also have it's another plug for this week. What? What am I doing? I what believe I doing? you are an international recording artist. Oh, yeah. Uh, my single draw, my single that Craig's featured on. <laughs> Common Sense Kid. My single. I, I'm absolutely, I'll spoiler, I'm overselling what I do on this song. <laughs> you haven't said it's anything very, about it. What is it? What? Yeah, you're not oh, yeah, selling it. Well, do I say it? Every, oh, yeah, I can say whatever Just it is, right? Um, it. It's a Bloodhound Gang cover of Untis. With Common Sense Kid 
our friend Craig from Scott Twitter. <laughs> and I'm on it. I'm featured on the track. And I don't, I'm sure you could, he has links. Go to Common Sense Kid on yeah, wherever yeah. Common the, Sense the 18th, Kid is now. I believe so. The February uh, 18th. Yeah, a couple of days after this comes out. Awesome. It's a big day for, or big week for Slim. I was also on a podcast <gasps> a couple of weeks ago. I was on Witch Police Radio. Um, Sam, who was on our podcast before, he was nice enough to have me on his podcast. And we talked about Ska. We talked about Winnipeg. We talked about like the new state of Ska and uh, kind of where it's headed. Um, it's a nice quick chat, as all of his uh, episodes are. And it was just a ton of fun. So that you can check out anywhere. Witch Police Radio. Celine on Untis by Common Sense Kid and on I Just Had to Say It. Woo. Yeah, we're doing stuff. And next okay. week, we're going to have Jordan Morris on to talk less than Jake. Really? That was a thrill. It was a thrill. Woo. Very exciting. And, and until I next time. There, so I'm oh, yeah. enjoy listening to it too. <laughs> we're like almost a real podcast. <laughs> Almost. We got Almost. stuff. We do things. We do things and, <laughs> yeah, have guests that are, like, yeah. real people and real who do real stuff. It's been wild. Thanks for Ever supporting since we've us. Had guests, it's been wild. <laughs> it's not just screaming into the ether, cackling into the ether. Honestly, I know nobody asked for my opinion, but if you're a new podcast or you're wondering, like, how to expand listenership, I cannot recommend enough reaching out to people, getting guests, engaging with the community it's been the, the best and you know we're coming on a year on our podcast it'll be our one year anniversary in may and that was the best decision we ever made we keep making more and more sweet connections with sweet people all around the world like common sense kid and so many all, everyone we've had on the pod has become a friend and it's been great love it mm. super fun authentic good genuine human beings like ska apparently it's wild <laughs> And until next time, I'm Rob. I'm Sirloin, Salon, Dion. I'm engineer Jovid19. <laughs> and in the immortal words of the clash, all the powers in the hands of people rich enough to buy it. <laughs> <laughs>